0: So in case anyone doesn't know, Pivot is a segment we do on Business Casual where we take one topic and we kind of try to present a both sides scenario here and unpack pros and cons to something. It's not always that simple. Not everything is black and white and has, you know, a side A, side B. Sure. Um, But we do try to provide some at least general positivity around a subject and then just some general... Cynicism or negativity around a subject and try to balance them both and see what can we learn from both sides. So today we're going to be doing that for extended reality. And really the conversation is, is it time to bring extended reality, which is VR, AR, and MR, virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality, to the business world? Is it time? Uh, From a general financial perspective, I mean, the market is booming. Right. So that is, I think, enough of a motivator and why we see so many articles and so many explainer videos about oh now's the time to invest here are the startups to invest in vr i mean it, it's big people like the tech uh and combining everything from entertainment to marketing to training applications the extended reality market was forecasted at 27 billion in 2018 Whoa. huge now huge for 2022 209 billion i mean we're talking gigantic growth so Where might we see some of this technology be useful? Here's kind of a optimistic and excited perspective on this. Uh, Really, this would be that XR will create new necessary experiences to elevate the customer experience. Uh, I'll dive into why I think this is exciting, but let's listen to Director of Technical Innovation, Yanis Kaboulis. Uh, he is at an AV company called Electrosonic, and they just released an episode of their podcast, Fusion, on this topic. Uh, here he is breaking down one example of where XR might be useful in hospitality.
1: When we're trying to deliver to our clients or to the consumers, For example, um, we're trying to book uh, a vacation. We don't know where we need to go, where we need to stay, uh, what we need to see. In an extended reality environment, if you would put on the side for now and not think about what kind of hardware that might require, we could uh, allow someone to do his research, view the places, maybe feel the climate feel maybe the hardness of the bed, that it's in that inclusive resort, and then make a very informed decision.
0: I love that because that is a perfect example of how XR can remove friction for the customer in a time where friction is really what they're avoiding at all costs. It's why we don't get off the couch, it's why we love Netflix, it's why we love Amazon. (laughs) It's why I love delivery. Literally, it's why we love our DoorDash, our Grubhubs, our, our Uber Eats. It's because friction is a thing of the past for the consumer experience. And if you're gonna get people to engage with something, it's gotta be easy. And if they're going to get up off their couch and physically go somewhere, Mm -hmm. it needs to be unique and immersive and exciting, which is why extended reality is being used for AV applications being used um, in in hospitality in entertainment. And it's why it's so exciting. Now what's a negative side of this well extended reality if we're looking at it from a more pessimistic or realistic perspective it's just still very expensive and it's not that accessible here's a quick news story from cbc news in canada they were describing how um xr rea- or, excuse me xr and vr might not be that useful in schools because of that barrier this classroom kit costs about ten thousand dollars keeping it out of reach for many schools we need workbooks, and you need pencils, and you need uh, school supplies for the kids, or um, expanding the library and stuff like that, so it, it is a really huge price tag. With more adopters, the cost is expected to come down. But even if the equipment gets cheaper, educational content is still expensive to create. I think that's the balance we need to look at moving forward, Tyler, is that this technology, though exciting, takes a lot of hardware implementation to really get in there on, a, on any sort of tangible and useful scale. Mm-hmm. And even once you get that hardware, like they said, the content that then populates all of that AR and VR, whether you're talking it's in school, whether you're at a theme park, or whether you're at a hotel, or whether you're trying to access stuff on Google Maps even, right? right. And they implement AR or VR. That costs money to create that content. Definitely. And you need the creative vision. You need people on board to deliver on that vision. It's a a layered topic, and I am optimistic about XR in business. I think it's very useful, but I do think they need to get past that cost hurdle before we can really look at it any more seriously. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Fridays at 8 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com.